When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and welcome to this special preview bonus episode of It's Fandom Thing. This is just a quick little preview clip of our Renfield Patreon episode that we just released, and just wanted to give you a little taste of what you get with our Patreon episodes. And if you'd like to become a member and hear the full episode, that's the only way you can hear the full episode, head on over to the link in our show notes or go to our website. It's a fandomthingpod.com. And you can support us on Patreon for as little as three bucks a month. You'll get great bonus content such as this Renfield episode. We recently did an office-based commentary track. We've done episodes on the menu, Banshees of Inisherin, Notting Hill, the Winchesters, goes on and on and on and on. And we have some great ones coming out. We are going to do a bonus Patreon episode in either July or August covering the Barbie movie. We also, if you become a Patreon supporter for as low as three bucks a month, you get ad-free episodes. So I hope you enjoy this preview and become a Patreon supporter today. Jen, what I first want to know, I know you just watched this. So your thoughts are fresh, like a body that you're bringing to Dracula to suck the blood from. Hopefully it'd be a fresh body. So I want to know what your overall thoughts are on the film and how well it fits within the horror comedy genre. And then I want to know a rating on a scale of one to five of the bugs that Renfield eats, (laughs) the supercharged bugs, what you rate it. (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, that was a lot. No. (laughs) I need my, my notepad. All right. That is so, a lot, I know, but <laughs> so first of all, I'll give it I'll give it a four out of five bugs because I love this movie. There are some things that I'm like, eh, that doesn't really work for me, but it doesn't alter my opinion of it that much. But I this movie was so much fun. The second I hit play, I'm like two minutes into it, and I'm already just smiling and having a blast. I think uh, Nicolas Cage is, I loved this. I loved his version of Dracula. Like if, I don't think it could have been more perfect. I think Dracula is a great character for Nicolas Cage to play. And it's like, I was kind of expecting about the performance we got with kind of the accent and just some of the mannerisms and the way he was like would stand in some scenes. But then he throws these little nuggets of like caginess where he'd kind of like, 
give a little shriek or like some weird affliction at the end of a word or just a facial expression. And it just tickled me. So I, I, this movie is so much fun. I think it fits perfectly with horror genre. I think the violence and the gore is, it's a bit over the top, but to the point where it's not like super ridiculous, but it is ridiculous, but still in a really fun, like, we like this is fiction kind of way. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think I answered all of them. I got the bug yeah, rating. The, you okay. You did. Right. <laughs> I know. I, also, I threw a lot at once, but. And then I did think that like, kind of Renfield's storyline and his support group and kind of finding that strength at the end of of not being afraid to admit that he's a codependent. I found it like surprisingly uplifting, which I wasn't expecting at all. So I just, I thought there was like that nice kind of little, I don't really want to say it's like a twist, but this kind of nice, you know, he's he's going to a support group for various reasons. But he comes to really like trust and kind of depend on these people that they're all codependents. But they give him the strength to finally stand up this version of Renfield to be like, enough. I don't want to be in this toxic relationship anymore. And with their help being surrounded by the right people, he was able to move out and get his own apartment and wear a sweater that made me think of Sherbert. So I was so happy for him. <laughs> That's the perfect way to describe his sweater. Oh my gosh. I was just like, turned to my husband. I was like, I kind of want some Sherbert now. You don't have any, but I was like, totally looks like Sherbert. So, so yeah, there's kind of like, there was, a, I don't know. I kind of picked up on that and I thought that was just really sweet and not really what I was expecting. I was expecting a fun movie and no real depth. And I thought that was probably about as deep as that the movie had got and which was fine and perfect and I loved it. <laughs> I loved that on Sherbert. That's the perfect way to describe that sweater. Oh my gosh. Yes. Sherbert. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I, now now I wish there would have been a scene with Renfield wearing the sweater eating Sherbert. Oh my that God, would, yes. That would have been even better. <laughs> so Susie, same question. Your overall thoughts how well it fits in with the horror comedy genre and what do you rate it out of five bugs? So I, when I first heard a long, long time ago that this movie was coming out and that Nicolas Cage was going to be Dracula, I said, Oh yes, because if there's anything Nick knows how to do really well, it's camp. Like he knows precisely he, he vacillates between two different things. He either knows precisely what movie he's in at all time or he just doesn't know and just does like whatever he wants and you you watch it because it's entertaining like like it's it's like national treasure he knows exactly what kind of movie he's in you know and and you're just like oh yes um adventure indiana jones type of guy let's do this yeah uh whereas like ghost rider he's just he's going for it and you're like uh-huh i don't know what this is but okay all right I'm watching. Let's go on this journey together. But it's just, it's so campy. And it's, Renfield is such, as the kids would say, a poor little Mew Mew, which is a character that, like, has a lot of, is, is either done a lot of bad things or has had a lot of bad stuff happening to them. And you're like, oh, you poor baby girl, come here and have some cookies. Like, you need a rest. 
Like he is for a little Mew Mew. And I love that. I'm like, yes. It's it's watch going into seeing this movie, like you just know you're not gonna get anything like deep and profound. This is not gonna be Oppenheimer or you know, like anything with it's like let's talk about meaning of life and da-da-da. no, this is like this is like a Dracula Barbie movie. We're going for it. <laughs> Because it's so campy and wild and it's colorful. I love it when vampire movies go colorful. Because mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes the default is, oh yeah, we're just going to go dark. Which is fine, you know. But sometimes you just want to play with things a little bit. Like, I love when he moved into his own house. It seems like a, like a 60s kind of Tumblr girls mood board. <laughs> Like what a teenage girl thinks the sixties would look like, like in her Pinterest board. Like that's what his whole house is, and it's full of it's full of color, and it's so fun, and I love it. A Tumblr girl sixties mood board. That's perfect. It's it's great. Fabulous. And he does his little makeover, and he's got his like fun little colors. You're like, yes, love it. Oh, if he wore some go-go boots, that would have 100% sold me. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like he would wear go-go boots because they would, like, they're pleather, so, you know, the blood rush right off. <laughs> it's a perfect piece. Just saying. Just saying. Nicholas, you're down to clown. That's some odds. Come on, bestie. It's great. But it's just, it's so much fun, and I do... I do think it does fit really well within kind of like the horror comedy because as it's been mentioned before, you're not you're not getting anything deep. You're going in, you're gonna watch something fun. I love how from the get we get so much gore. I didn't expect the gore when when blood comes flying out and limbs <laughs> are being uh, tossed around like salads. I was like, <gasps> oh yes, yes, this is so entertaining. <laughs> yes, I am here for this. Like, I love it. In total, I give it four out of five spooters. <laughs> like salads. <laughs> Man, I'm not going to have as many clever lines as my amazing panelist. Which <laughs> wow. But okay, well. I, I give it a little bit lower than four. I'm sorry. I do. I give it three and a half bugs. Uh, it's not that I didn't enjoy it because I did enjoy it. We have been blessed with some amazing horror comedies this year. This is like the year of horror comedy. We had Megan earlier and Cocaine Bear. And now this. This is probably my third of those. It's number three on the list. Doesn't mean I didn't like it, but it's number three. But it was enjoyable. It was fun to see in a theater especially seeing it at uh, Alamo Draft House, which means you're not going to have to worry about people making a lot of noise, which was very nice too. And I I really, really enjoyed it. For me, the biggest standout of this movie, and we'll get into the characters here in a second deeper, and what really, really struck me is Nicholas Holt should be a huge star. Nicholas Holt should be a megastar, and I do not understand why he isn't, because he is so 
good. Anything you give him, he can do. He can do comedy. He can do drama. He can play assholes. He can play very likable, goofy, nerdy, Sherbert sweater wear lives <laughs> with their 60, tum 60s Tumblr pages of apartments. I mean, the way he decorates his apartment and all the motivational posters. <laughs> YOLO! <laughs> <laughs> just, oh my gosh it was amazing and it was like it, what it was is you're watching somebody who's been living in basically grief and terror for decades all of a sudden breaking free and i love that they made this character that's presented as uh you know a little bit like darker maybe or you know that they made him become very bright and colorful i thought that was really cool to see and so he was so enjoyable to watch. And that's just, I mean, I think Nicolas Cage is great. I'm not saying he's not great too, because he is perfect for this. But it just really was like, Nicholas Holt should have this huge career. And I do not understand it. I know he's been working forever and it's not like he hasn't had jobs. It's just, I don't understand why he's not an everyday name because he's so damn good at everything he does. I sadly did hear a review from an, uh, from another podcast I listened to. And one of the people on there said he thought they thought he was horrible. And I, I, what? <laughs> what? They weren't watching the same movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, and the gore, the gore. Oh my gosh. I really was not expecting that. That was one of the biggest shocks in the movie. But I do think with horror comedies, I do think sometimes it's essential to go over the top with some of the gore in these because it becomes to the it comes to the point where it's so ridiculous. Like Cocaine Bear did this too. I mean, they have a whole scene in an ambulance set to just can't get enough. That is one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in my life. And you're like, I should not be laughing at this, but you are laughing at it because it's so over the top and ridiculous. And someone, you know, a certain thing that happened before that in the, you know, when someone with a, with a gun and a shotgun was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And Hilarious. after it happened, you're just like, why am I laughing at this? <laughs> it's so funny. You can't help it. So, Horror comedies have to know that they have to toe that line where they can have stuff that might be scary, but you have to add that comedy in there. And it lends itself so well because when you're watching a scary movie, you might be so terrified that all of a sudden to have a little bit of that comedic relief can be lighten the mood a little bit, uh, add a little bit of levity. That's why I think they are such a perfect match for each other. And people that make good horror comedies understand that you have to balance the two out so that they basically are even. And even though I don't think there's a lot of horror in this, there are some horrific elements and some things that, you know, when there's a whole scene when people walk into a dance club and they all have like guns and stuff, there is a part of you, at least me, that I was like, ooh, Ecos makes me kind of uncomfortable in like a scary way because of the times we're living in. But then they do add the comedic elements and then they do have the, the bug thing, which is so gross. I mean, so gross. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, really entertaining. But it's it's a fun time and it isn't something that's too deep. But I do think there is a commentary under there about, about capitalism, they're about the about the way we treat our employees and workers and stuff. So I think there is a commentary there that's going on, but it's not like hitting you over the head with it. It's just very subtle. 
Thank you so much for listening once again to hear the full Renfield episode and to get other great bonus content and ad-free regular episodes. Head on over to the link in our show notes and become a Patreon supporter today for as little as three bucks a month. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod on TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. If you have any feedback show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, please head on over to our website. It's a fandom thing pod.com. Click the contact us button there and that'll shoot me an email and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So until next time, remember it's a fandom thing, black lives matter and stop Asian hate. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.